0: Hello, and welcome to Post-Colonial Space. I'm Masood Raja. And today, I'll briefly talk about introductions to your papers, your dissertations, and other longer projects. So I just recently encountered on, trip, uh, on Twitter that someone was suggesting that introduction doesn't mean that you should start with the introduction. You should actually write the introduction after you have written your paper or your thesis and i completely disagree with that i think they are confusing an introduction with a preface if you've read your derrida and his essay on preface you already know that preface the preface of a book has this amazing ironic relationship with the book because it is offering itself as a preface but it's usually written after the book has been finished the introduction to any research paper or a book is a completely different thing now keep in mind that my experience is in writing in literary studies and humanities in the united states It's not based in my experience of social sciences. But what does an introduction do for a paper that you're writing or a thesis that you're writing? An introduction, first of all, introduces what your project is, what you are planning to do. Right? And you will not know what you're planning to do if you don't write about it, right? If you don't propose it. So, obviously, you have an idea of what you want to do. But if you write an introduction, it will include what you're planning to do, but it will also include your methodology. It will tell us, I'll be reading Edward Said, Chapter 3 of Orientalism. I'll take this insight from it, and then taking that insight, I want to read this, this, and this text in order to argue a certain point. So you have a rough idea of what you want to do. You have reached it through research, right? And I have more videos on that. But the role of the introduction is to articulate what you will do, how you propose to do it. And then at the end of every introduction, you introduce different chapters. In Chapter 1, I'll be doing dealing with this. In Chapter 2, I'll be dealing with this. In Chapter 3, I'll be dealing with this. So, when you write the introduction first, it enables you to articulate the project that you are undertaking, knowing that you've already done research for the the project. Now, if things change as you start writing, then you can come back and revise the introduction. But at any given stage in your writing, if you're not sure whether or not you're on the right track, where would you go? You'll go to your introduction to see, well, was this what I was proposing? And if somehow you have exceeded that, then you will revise the introduction. But by and large, in my experience, when I've worked with PhD students, when they've written their dissertations, they start with their general research. They come up with the idea. What is it that they want to explore? They go and explore it. But then the first thing that they've always worked on with me is their introduction. A dissertation introduction, in my experience, can be from 15 to 40 pages. Because it doesn't just introduce what you're proposing to do. It also discusses your theory. It discusses how that theory applies to what you're doing, right, eventually in the book or the thesis, but also your understanding of it, right? And then it becomes the grounding for finding out where you are in your writing and how does that connect to what you mentioned in that introduction. Without the introduction, you will not know whether or not you're on the right track or Right. So it becomes kind of a a guiding document for your work, not a constricting document, because if your work starts exceeding what you had written in your introduction, then you can always revise it. But I think um, suggesting to people that they don't need to write the introduction and they can just start writing whatever the project, I think it's slightly ill-advised. I will not advise it to my students. And uh, if you want an example of it, I mean, just pick up any book, just pick up any of my books and see what is mentioned in the introduction, right? There will be a brief introduction of the topic itself, who has discussed it, right? What kind of thoughts are available on it, right? Then the author, or in my case, me, myself, will say, well, this is where I would like to add my research. Here are my reasons for it, right? And in order to do this, I must first discuss these two theoretical concepts because they are important to my inquiry. And that's where you will then discuss your understanding of the theoretical concepts because it's that understanding that you will apply to your chapters and then towards the end you will always introduce the project there are six chapters in it chapter one deals with this chapter two deals with this chapter three deals with this now how do you know that because you've already made an outline right you have a rough idea of what you want to write about but the reason you write the introduction first is because it enables you to articulate how you're going to do that and also it becomes a guiding document for you to know whether or not what you're writing about or discussing does it have anything to do with what you have told your audience in the introduction. So these are some of my thoughts I thought I should, you know, share these with those of you who who might think that it's okay to embark on a project without even having you know a basic introduction to the project and 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 knowing that the introduction isn't just for your readers it doesn't just introduce your book to the readers it's a document that guides your own writing and that is what you go back to to check whether you're on track or not and The More importantly, that there is a distinction between an introduction and a preface. A preface, no one writes the preface beforehand. You write a preface after you finish the project, right? Because you need to know the full range of your argument and everything to write a preface. But an introduction is integral to your project. It is what the project is built on it is what the project is guided by so please keep in mind you know, these few thoughts and and if you are asked to choose choose to write an introduction first that's all now if you have any other questions about how to find a topic how to write a book proposal how to start a dissertation how to find a dissertation topic There's a whole playlist on it, on scholarly writing. This video is a part of it. Please check the playlist out. And you will see that there is a logical, sequential explanation of the research process, at least in the humanities. And this video should kind of supplement that. That's all. I hope this was useful to you. Let me know what you think. I will now see you next time. Until then, as always. Peace and love.